Hey there, I'm Nasha Bullington, and you're watching The Fifth Quarter, our Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports Friday Night Wrap-Up, where we bring you scores from around the greater Houston area and talk about some of the things you'll be seeing tomorrow at 8.30 a.m. on KHOU 11. Let's get started. We have Dickinson versus Katie Taylor to start it off. Dickinson scored 42 points in the first half to beat Katie Taylor 49-6. to Dickinson is now 3-1 on the season, and they, Katie Taylor 2-2 two two as they get their first win of district play. Up next, College Park versus the Woodlands to open their district. Uh, you know, the Woodlands had their one loss at the beginning of the season, and they've come back to play really well. They win tonight versus College Park 7-34. Up next, we have Cy Ridge versus Stafford. Cy Ridge was up in this game. Seven, uh, they were up in this game, but Stafford, the Spartans, just buckled down to score 20 points in the fourth quarter. It's a really good comeback win for the Spartans as they beat Cy Ridge 17 to 27. Up next, we have Cy Spring versus Cy Lakes. You know, Cy Springs, it's a rebuilding year for them. The coaches will tell you that, you know, they're 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 building up the program once again. They're 0 and 4, right? They're O they were 0 and 3 coming into this game. Now they are 0 and 4 as they start district. Uh Silex had 20 unanswered points at one point in time in this game. Uh you know, Silex wins 27 to 7 versus Cy Springs. Silex is now 3 and 1 on the season. Another big game it was Cy Creek versus Jersey Village. Cy Creek came to play tonight. We had a big recruiting trail that aired on Friday uh, for Josh White, the inside linebacker who will be going to LSU. And him and his defense shut down Jersey Village tonight. Uh, Jersey Village's homecoming wasn't a win, but a great night for them. Uh, Cy Creek wins this one 53-9. Dovey versus Summer Creek, a big last-second interception to solidify the win for Dovey. Uh, the Longhorns up 29 to 23 with 56 seconds left. Have Gamby Boyd intercept for a pick six. Uh, great showing from them as they win 36 to 23 over Summer Creek tonight. And our biggest game of the night. Manville versus Marshall. A huge, huge game last year. This is the this is the game, this is the win that put the Marshall Buffs on the map. They put them in the upper echelons of all Houston high school football. And another we were in in we were in line for another big treat tonight as they took the field. Uh, you know, Manville was up in the fourth quarter, 38 to 34 with 56 seconds, and you never want to sleep on the Marshall Buffs. They can score in five seconds. They can score on a play. You just have to let them have the opportunity. And they made it a good one. You know, triple overtime last year, coming down to the wire this year. Devon A. Chain scoring seven touchdowns this season and him almost scoring every single touchdown or seven touchdowns last season scoring several touchdowns tonight you know you never know what can happen with that a chain versus with hornsby combination but manville up 38 to 34 in the fourth quarter 54 seconds left on the clock marshall gets a 27 yard catch to get on the manville 37 
Manville sacks the quarterback, Malik Hornsby, to put them back on the 47-yard line, and Marshall just can't get over the hump there. They fall for their first game of the season tonight. Uh, Manville wins that one 38-34. to a big week in week four as district play gets off and we've got a team that goes into district play next week in this next segment the lamar consolidated head coach rick lafavors comes on with me we'll be right back don't forget to catch our extended coverage of the high school football season each week on the warm-up presented by your local houston area geico agents we will get you ready for all the action this thursday on all our social media outlets Hey there, I'm Ashley Bullington, and I am currently on the phone with head coach of Lamar Consolidated, Rick LaFavors. Rick, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Ashley. I appreciate it. Thank Glad you to be here. So much for, thank you so much for coming on. We're really excited. Um, you know, Lamar Consolidated, you guys have started this season 3-0. and um, So kind of just talk about your team and how, how the season started for you guys um, and just the, the guys that you have behind you right or the guys you're coaching right now. Well, uh, Ashley, we, we had – you know, 16 returning starters, eight on offense, eight on defense coming back this year. Um, and, you know, just really excited uh, about the work that they put in really since the end of last season. I uh, made the playoffs for the first time in, in uh, almost a decade. And, and uh, uh, just seeing the growth and, and the leadership on this team, uh, you know, allowed us to, to start off 3-0. and uh, But we started off 3-0 and last year as well, so. Uh, still got lots of things to do and clean up. Um, this is our open week. We start district next week against Lake Creek, and uh, which will be a, a good challenge for us. And, and um, you know, we just got to make sure we clean some things up, and keep execute. You know, you guys had a big win last week against Rosenberg Terry. Um, kind of, what did you see from your team in that game that kind of gave you not hope, but the um, just the to to know to know where you guys are in this season. Well, one, it was a rivalry game, and, and uh, the, the games uh, against Terry, these kids have grown up uh, playing against each other and known each other, um, so a lot of times you can throw the records out. Uh, it's very competitive. It's sold out, you know, 12,000 people, and so there's a lot of energy and, and electricity in the in the uh, environment or in the stands and in, on the field, and so I was really proud about I challenged our kids not letting the emotions of the game get to them. Um you know, sometimes in games like that, you worry about uh, just mistakes and things because you're, you're letting your, your emotions play and not just doing your job. And so I was proud of our team and how we finished and, and stayed on on, uh, on task. Um, another thing that I was looking through, you know, Lamar consolidated over the years, and you guys have brought – your team's gradually gotten better and better and better, you know, going from an 0-10 season to uh, – a um, winning a few games to making the playoffs last year and, and now you've got this year. How have you kind of set the um, the new, no, I don't want to say new, but how have you set the tone and how have you, what is the, the message that you're giving to these guys as you're coaching them? Well, we, uh, actually we came in here five years ago um, as a staff and uh, uh, the program was, was, was down and um, uh, I think they were 0-10 in 2014. Mm -hmm. We came in and, and uh, just really tried to uh, establish a culture of, uh, you know, not being able to face adversity, not quitting and giving up. 
and just a kind of a toughness. And so we adopted the, uh, the moniker TPW, uh, that stands for tough people win and, and, uh, and then just teach our kids how to respond, um, to both good and bad things on, on and off the field. And, uh, we kind of stuck to the process and, and, and didn't try to do a short fix and, and, and cut corners or anything and, and just built this thing brick by brick. And, um, you know, we went through some tough years, but the kids, we had a lot of victories off the field. You know, we, we, um, we reduced, uh, our failure rate to zero, uh, in the classroom, uh, on the varsity level, just things like that. And, and, you know, less behavior problems and getting in trouble in class and just kind of changing that part. And it slowly led to, you know, the victories on the field. We knew that would come. I just want to make sure that our coaching staff, uh, you know, poured into these kids and loved on these kids, and, and but also held them accountable and challenged them. That's what we've been able to do for for five years. And it's, you know, finally starting to come together. And, and don't get me wrong, we we have some very good athletes, um, and the, you know, very good couple classes that have come through that are very talented as well. But uh, we feel like the, the, the character and the culture uh, has definitely uh, improved and, and, and helped change things as well. And I mean, one of the biggest things that people don't really see and realize is the work that a coaching staff has to put in to build a program up. Like when they first come in, it's not as easy to just come in and things start going and winning. It's setting a culture and creating an atmosphere that really is prosperous for not only the coaching staff, but the kids as well. Correct. Yes. Yes. It, it is a challenge. And, and, um, you know, it's hard to, I think some of the, the most difficult days of coaching is, you know, when you are 0 and 10 and, uh, you're trying to keep your kids fighting and, you know, the scoreboard is, is, uh, not in your favor. And, um, but you know, one thing, um, I knew we were doing this the right way is having, uh, you know, opponents, head coaches and staffs and things, uh, talk to us and, and, uh, you know, after the game and, and, and just through friends and stuff and explain it, you know, you guys are playing hard. The scores became closer. And so we knew we were gaining ground. It just was a matter of time. I just wanted to make sure that myself and my staff, you know, we're doing it uh, the right way and that, you know, we have a standard and that we weren't going to um, lower those standards just to get, you know, some quick results. And, and uh, fortunately it's paid off in, and, uh, here in year four and five and so we just got to continue to build and and, uh, continue to build this program so district play is about to start Um, you guys have have the bye week or the off week this week but you start district play next week Um, you know what do you see from the district that you guys are in in district 10 5a Um, and what are some of the challenges that you see coming up as you're moving into this next the big phase of this district Yes, yeah. Well, we start off with Lake Creek, and um, they have an excellent quarterback. Uh, have the returning, the leading, um, re- uh, re- leading receiver in the district from last year. Uh, it's a new school. Uh, this is only their second varsity season, uh, so they got you know twenty two starters returning, uh, eleven on defense, eleven on offense. Uh, so another year older, uh, another year more mature uh, in the system and knowing what they want to do. But uh, they have excellent. Uh, you know, offense that uh, has, has been able to score some points. So uh, it's a short week as well. Uh, we play them on Thursday. So um, you always want to win your, your district opener. It's on the road. Uh, so you go to their place. So that'll be a challenge for us as well. And um, we just got to make sure that we are, uh, you know, doing our job and executing and, and take care of the football. 
And then we, we got Rudder. We got two road games to start. We go to R- Brian Rudder uh, next, who has a new staff as well. Um, and, and those guys have, have uh, lost a couple close ones and, and also won. And so uh, the, the new staff there has, has really, uh, I guess, invigorated the program. And uh, so we'll have a work cut out. And then we go back-to-back with the number two team in the state and the number five team in the state with AM consolidated in Huntsville. So, and then on to the rest of the opponents. So it's, it's, uh, we're one, one, you know, I would argue one of the tougher districts in the state, uh, you know, with AM consolidated in Huntsville and, and uh, uh, Montgomery and, and Peyto. Katie Peyto is a new school that uh, is definitely making some noise right now. They're 3 0 as well. So, um, we'll probably be a 6 8 team next year uh, with their growth. So, uh, each week, uh, we know we have to, to come out and execute uh, or, or, you know, you can't just assume you're going to win anything. Yeah, well, you know, we're rooting for you guys here at Inside High School Sports. I just wanted to say thank you so much for your time tonight, and uh, we'll be looking forward to watching you guys next week. I appreciate it, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be right back with the fifth quarter. Watch Inside High School Sports to catch this week's Chevy Spotlight, brought to you by your Houston-area Chevy dealers. Visit your nearest Chevy dealer to test drive their award-winning products. With Inside High School Sports Insider Ryan Harris. Ryan, a big week of high school football, one that we didn't know was going to if, if it was gonna happen or not. Um, you know, but a big week of week four. What did you see as these teams are starting district play? Yeah, well it was an interesting week because obviously all the Thursday games got canceled because of Imelda and flooding. Um, so that wasn't good, but we had some teams play tonight. It's also kind of that awkward fourth week where a lot of teams had their bye week. But we had the rematch from last year's uh, incredible matchup of Manville and Marshall. Um, Manville won that game this year after losing to Marshall at the last second. Last year they won 38-34. to 34. Uh, The Manville defense came up with a big stop on Malik Hornsby uh, late in the game as Marshall was driving to potentially take the lead in the last minute. So uh, that was something that was encouraging for them. Um, encouraging to see out of them and uh, both I mean both schools should be just fine moving forward and going into the playoffs uh, and Marshall could even get back to state but this was a good one for Manville. What does that say about Manville you know to be able to beat one of the best teams in the state I mean uh, Marshall's only given up you know the average of seven points a game up to now Um, so you know what does that mean for Manville as they you know kind of have a chip on their shoulder from that loss last year? Yeah, I mean, it says a lot about a team that can go out. Uh, you don't really see teams hitting their full stride till about week seven, getting into the full swing of things and putting together complete games. So to see Manville do it against such a good opponent, opponent so early in the year is really encouraging. Um, of course, they had the state championship run where they lost to Highland Park two years ago. Um, and you just you think, is that a team that can get back to that point? And to see them beat a team like Marshall so early in the year that has – uh, and, and shut down an offense with Malik Hornsby and Devon A. Chain and hold them to only 34 points is certainly encouraging for them. And what are some districts that you're looking forward to watching down in the Houston area um, as district play started started this week and for some teams next week? Uh, that there's just, I mean, more than anything, I'm looking at North Shore's district because, again, they, I mean, I know they have the early loss of Katie, but they are the team to beat. It's a deep district. They've got a lot of talent in that district, so um, that's that's one to keep an eye on moving forward. And are there any teams other than in that district um, that you're really that you've really seen that you've been impressed from so far this season? 
I saw tonight um, Katie Tompkins had a bit had a big win. Of course, their quarterback Jalen Milrow is going to be the guy that's going to have to take them there in the playoffs. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing how they do week to week. I've kind of been keeping an eye on them. Uh, so they're they're probably the team that I'm most excited to just see how the rest of their season plays out. Yeah, I mean they won tonight. They scored 70 points tonight. That's a that's a hard that's a hard thing to do for any team in any game, no matter what you're do, no matter who you're playing. Um, you know, final thoughts from week. What are your th- final thoughts from week four of Houston high school football? I'm really excited to get into district play and again just to kind of get later into the season so we can learn a lot more about some of these teams that either you know maybe haven't played competition. I mean, we saw like Katie early from week one. We you know I was like, all right, this team's the real deal. Uh, you know, they they played one of the best teams not just in the state but in the nation. So we know a lot about Katie and we know a lot about some of those other teams like North Shore. The last like you think back to last year, we didn't know how good. A team like Shadow Creek was going to be. He was playing their first varsity season. Ended up going 15-1 and one, uh, until later in the year where, you know, like, man, you start looking down every week. They keep winning games. So uh, I'm really just excited to see uh, what teams are going to surprise us this year. Awesome, Ryan. Well, thank you so much for joining us here on the fifth quarter. And thank you guys for watching the fifth quarter. We'll have highlights from games as well as our Chevrolet's inside story and so much more. Uh, our Chevy Chevy Spotlight, our Chevy Spotlight, and so much more tomorrow on KHU 11 at 8.30 a.m. I'm Ashley Bullington, and thank you for watching.